There once was a man named Gold Roger who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yo, 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 everyone. That is the voice of your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney. And we're all JoJo posing for Stone Ocean. That's right, folks. JoJo Part 6, Stone Ocean has finally graced us with its ending. And we got a lot to talk about uh, <laughs> with the ending of Stone Ocean. If you guys were keeping up with us as far back as last year, believe it or not, we covered the first batch of episodes of Stone Ocean. We covered episodes 1 through 13, I believe. Um, we didn't cover the second batch, uh, but there's a reason for that, and I think we'll likely bring it up as we talk about this today. But with me to deep dive JoJo, I imagine he's a JoJo stan, is Nino Desplazado. Nino, here for JoJo Stone Ocean? I definitely am. I honestly am. Okay, okay. I'm here for it too. I... I got a lot to say about this ending with Stone Ocean. One thing I want to bring up before we like get into the meat of this uh, of this finale, um, I, I I feel like it's gonna come up at some point. So let's just bring it up to the forefront now. I despise Netflix's release yes. of Stone Ocean. I, I I don't. I'm guessing you're in the same boat. Like you do not like how they did Stone. To me, it's dirty. To me, it's dirty. It's just because they want to have their cake and eat it too. At this point, Netflix is so used to their own release schedules. Um, they try to do it with Stranger Things this year, even where they had oh, the, part the two one. Parts? Yeah, they had part one, and then the last two episodes, which were also like <laughs> like two hours long each, easily <laughs> came in like three weeks later or something. Yeah, yeah, it was barely like a month later. The final yeah. batch came out. I mean, I I I I I get it, right? Netflix is is the binge streaming network. I I understand that, but like, I feel like for certain series, especially anime of all things, certain series just benefit more from weekly releases. I JoJo for me is one of those. Like, I I mean, I kind of caught up to like parts part one through three. Um, back when, you know, those were all airing already. Like, you know, it, it, it just finished. So I wasn't on the JoJo train on the weekly side of things. But once I got into Diamond is Unbreakable, I was caught up. So I was watching those weekly. And let me tell you, it was so good every week. Just seeing the community go back and forth and just the hype that gets built up. Golden Wind even had that too. But I feel like with Stone Ocean... You know, regardless of its story, whether you, whether you think it's better than the older parts or or worse than the older parts, I feel like any momentum it could have had was killed because of releasing it in batches. Like, I, yeah. no one talked about this. No one talked but about it. I think they the original plan was to have it have one batch release every year, um, and we were supposed to get oh, the wow. last part. Yes, we were supposed to get the last part. This last part. Next, next year? year absolutely and that's, that's, not and, hell and no. that's i i waited to see part two 
um, until part three was confirmed coming out. Oh, that's right. And, that's right. I remember we talked yeah. about that a little bit. <laughs> and it just, it's just because it was, it was, re it's really unfair. I, and I, you know, I've seen a lot of Jojo people who were talking about it, saying that Jojo used to be a very weekly event. For yes. Them. Yes. Like it, it was very, and Netflix really fumbled. They really fumbled all the momentum they could have had because they could have had 38 straight weeks of just straight Jojo. No one would have complained. No, no, no one. And, and you like, oh, man. And think of, and when you think about it that way, Netflix would have had people incentivizing to at least stay for 38 weeks. Actually, yeah, that's probably a good business strategy. Like, you gotta stay with Netflix for 38 weeks. So what? How long is that? Like eight months or yeah, uh, yeah, about eight months. That's eight months of subscription for Netflix that you gotta yeah. stick with JoJo if you want to watch it officially. And um, you know, and you know, this is this is bleeding in from from all the other shows as well because they really want to keep their brand the same. They don't want to do weekly re releases. Oh man! But yeah. honestly, when you look at all the big shows that have happened this year, um, and this is taking it outside of JoJo, but yeah. all the big shows that have happened on all the streaming sites this year have been week to week. House of the oh, Dragon, mm. Kenobi, um, The Boys. Yeah, the boys. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Um, I, I know some people are indifferent to Rings of Power, but yeah, you're right. You're right. They were weekly events. Yeah, and they they doing it in batches. I'm glad that they brought the third batch now. Yes. Because now yes. we could end the year finally with the rest of Stone Ocean. Um, it shouldn't have taken a year. It shouldn't. It really shouldn't have because I think they were already done. But it did seem, especially with the last episodes, I would say maybe the last six episodes, the animation went through the roof. Um, like, like, like in a good way, bad way. Oh no, in the in a good way. Good way, like good way. Were, okay, okay. Yeah, there were moments where I was like, oh, they they they're really putting money into this. So maybe right. they went back in and had the, you know, they were saying, oh, you know, we're ending it and we're gonna redo. Maybe they were gonna redo some scenes, or maybe they just put all the a lot of the budget to the last um, six to eight episodes. Because right. once they once they get out of Orlando, the 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 what do you call it? Um, the the, the animation the quality movies? just oh yeah, the animation just, yeah just goes up. Yeah but, no yeah there there's definitely some really cool moments uh, in the third batch of episodes that maybe maybe I enjoyed it a little bit more than the second batch. In all honesty, yeah. um, but uh, hey, we keep alluding to it let's let's talk about it right the third batch of episodes well we'll we'll talk about the third batch and kind of focus in on that and then you know we'll talk about stone ocean overall like you know how does it compare to the previous parts and uh how how like i guess what we look forward to in a sequel if if, if there is going to be one i hope there's one i don't know well we'll see uh but we'll see so stone ocean right um it picks up right where we left off with the second batch of episodes uh poochie Father Pucci is evolving his stand, right? Is that what's going on? He's yeah, <laughs> weird, weird things. Um, I think it's I. What I really love about Stone Ocean is that it develops all these ideas that have been building since part one um, mm. into something like like I think everything that Araki wanted in part five of the manga to like happen, um, especially with. Um, Crimson, whatever, Crimson Emperor, 
Crimson. Uh, oh, with with oh, okay, yeah, the one that D- Davalo D- Diavolo yeah, had. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the 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 confusing one. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember when I was watching of, it. I was like, no one knows what his stand does. So I I think everything that he wanted in part five in the manga to be like the high concept kind of end of the world shenanigans that is happening mm-hmm. in like part five. I think it succeeds in part six in the manga okay. and in the anime. Um, so okay. you see kind of, because we get hinted at um, a requi- about Requiem in part four, we get we get like, and we see it um, with Requiem, but now this is like an evolution of Requiem. Like this is, this is, it, this is like Pokemon evolving, honestly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, Pokemon. <laughs> The comparison. It's, it's true. It's true. But when, no, no, think, I, I, I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. When you think of, and you know, it's funny when you think about it. This is may have been um one of the things that Araki took from Pokemon, uh, just because Pokemon took so many things from JoJo's. Really? Like the, I, think about it. JoJo's okay. came before Yu-Gi-Oh, Digimon, and Pokemon. Before then, everyone was using their fists to fight. JoJo's introduced having something come out and creating a bond with it and then have that fight um the enemy for you without jojo's there'd be oh, no oh yes. okay i see so like the stand is like the the pokemon, the pokemon yes the, the Yu-Gi-Oh card <laughs> the digimon it's true. okay okay yeah i can buy yeah you're right you're right because like a lot of shows before then or animes manga they would be like you know you're physically the one that's you know doing the punching or you're swinging the sword you're you're the guts of the yeah. series um okay okay i could buy that uh jojo walks so that pokemon could swindle money out of its player base <laughs> we're not here to talk about pokemon though <laughs> um uh but yeah you know like i can i can see that right like for me i i kind of felt that in watching this i felt like this was a better version of part five in a lot of ways kind of going into what you were saying too like a lot of the end of the world type of things that were going on i feel like Araki told a much better version of that in stone ocean because with golden wind i i even remember when i was watching the uh the final episode i I was playing catch up because the anime was already done with golden wind already and i watched it like maybe two years later um i was like I i remember texting the group chat i'm like what does this stand do what does uh, Devalo? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, it's, and that was the biggest meme in the JoJo community. Also, oh, it, it was universal. It was yes, universal. Okay, that, that's why people say to watch part five and not read it, um, because mm. reading it, it's very confusing. He was experimenting a lot with different things. Yeah, I think that Stone Ocean kind of. Even though the scope is much bigger, it's so much easier to understand um, in terms of like experimentation. Like there's a lot of things that I feel like he wasn't just throwing things at the wall. He was kind of like, oh, you know, let's see what the natural progression of what I've established is. Um, right. And what is what goes beyond evolving a stand, you know? Right. And, right. And apparently it's having a baby. Having so. <laughs> that baby, let me tell you, like I, every time I did a video on these episodes and, and I have them on the Dr. Jace attorney YouTube, uh, I did reactionary videos to them. I, every time I did an episode, I, I kept thinking like, yo, is this Dio? 
Is this Dio? Is is this going to turn into Dio? There's a lot of callbacks to Dio. And maybe I looked too much into it because at some point I thought Dio's coming back. Like, like he's going to, I don't know, emerge out of Poochie's uh, skin or something. Or just something's going to happen with him. That didn't happen. And I'm okay with it. I'm okay yes. with it. But I can appreciate kind of like, you know, Dio's influence stretching all the way from part one and just fin finally culminating in this like final, you know, catastrophic event that um, yep. shakes up the universe. Uh <laughs> yeah, it, Dio really had the, the footprint in all of JoJo's villains because yeah. none of the villains would exist without Dio or would be relevant without Dio. If Dio didn't, you know, if right. Dio didn't find the mask and like basically show that it's possible to become a vampire, part two would not happen. Oh man, um, the mask. Yeah. <laughs> the good and old then, days. you know, and then from everything else, it's kind of just a cause and effect. Every, it's the shenanigans. But right. it's, I think, I think what this part does, I think in part, part three of this um, Stone Ocean does well is I felt that once in part two once we left the prison it kind of dipped a little in quality like i felt like and i, I feel like this is just a specific pacing issue with the with the enemy mm. uh, because it felt that they were trying to waste a little time um the, we got like fights with you know jolene Ermis and um emporio with other people and then we had the very I, I i get what he's trying to do with um with the pinocchio part you know part oh two. my god no i i agree it, it felt like a pace breaker yeah um because and yeah I, like oh uh go ahead i feel i understand because he's he's trying to make the most of the florida um you know the florida what, what's it called uh environment, that environment yeah yeah. yeah, because he's like, mine as well. I'm I'm never gonna get a chance to do it again. Right. So. No, I, I agree. Like it's it's one of those things where I, I felt kind of weird about it too, because the majority of the setting of Stone Ocean is in the Green Dolphin prison. Yeah. And I always thought, well, that's gonna be the whole gimmick of Stone Ocean. We're gonna be in this prison up until the end. And I don't know if Jolene gets out of prison or escapes prison, whatever, but that'll be at the end. This last third, literally, like it, it just leaves the prison setting entirely, and it, it goes on from there. Uh, you know, through the Kennedy Space Center, Orlando, and I find it really interesting because like other JoJo parts didn't really do that too much. Like, um, like part four was like all Morio City. Right, all of it's Morio City. Morio City is basically the character in Diamond is Unbreakable. Uh, part five was all of Italy. Uh, part three was, you know, the trip to Egypt and then outside of Egypt. This that, one, I, I felt was jarring. It was like all prison. All right, let's leave the prison now. Yeah, and you know, I think this was, I think when they're traveling, it really is a callback to part three. Um, because- Oh, but, uh, like, when they get out of the prison? Yes. And they're traveling? Okay, okay. Because when you, because when you think about it, like, or at least when I, that's the feeling I was getting. I yeah. was like, oh, they're, they're trying to have a conversation with part three in this sense because they're showing that they're traveling and then they're having these wacky adventures trying to just get to the place to stop this person because they have a place, they have a purpose, they know what they need to do, and it's kind of like a straight... Right. 
um, Kennedy Space Center, Cape Canaveral is the Cairo of this park. Yes, um, yes. So it kind it, it's it, it kind of meanders a bit, but then in this section, I I would say this section things start really picking up once we get to the hospital that Poochie yes. is in with yes. the guy in the wheelchair. Um, and I really like those characters. The because, the sons of Dio. Yes, because okay. they are everything that Giorno could have been. In, you know, like in the worst way. Right. And and I, I hate myself for this because I I didn't take it when I was watching it in the literal sense. I, I thought it was like, you know, oh, we're all sons of Dio because we kind of believe in the same thing of, of, of obtaining heaven. And I know they had like the 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 Joe Star birthmark on their shoulders, but I Weather Report I think had one too, right? He Yeah. So so I, I thought that was like not a literal like, oh, they're related to Dio or or any or, or uh, a Joe Star. I thought it was like something weird with the green baby. It was, you know, causing other people to for some reason have the birthmark and that meant something. But now looking back, I kind of like it a little bit more because it's kind of like what you said. It is everything that Giorno could have been. Like Giorno ended up more Joe Star than Dio. Yeah. Um, he still has the Muda. I still like the Muda for uh for Giorno. But um yeah, that was that was definitely something I had to look back on and be like, oh, the sons of Dio are actually sons of Dio. I I, I didn't know Dio, that watching it. Dio got around. Dio is our bisexual king. <laughs> exactly. And, and you know what? It makes sense. I don't I I don't expect Dio to pull out from like any game he's in. <laughs> like he probably has many more kids throughout the JoJo universe. Like all across the world. And oh, I guess we'll get to Dio at the end. Because I feel like there's an explanation, like talk we need to have about what Poochie wanted. Um, but okay, okay. Once once we're in that, um, what do you call it? Once we're in that hospital, mm. things really start picking up. And I, I yeah. it took me a while to for it to click because I feel like the first two sons of Deal were just were just weird uh so so like so the, who were the because because i'm trying to remember like which ones came first the first one was the guy with the the white suit thing right um well, i the what because i'm thinking of who was the last one the last one was that guy with the airplane stand right like whatever's in the ground yes the ground the excavator, okay yes okay you like that one that son of d yes, yes okay okay the i think two... I, I think i agree too on that one yeah, the other two. I think one of them was the the one with the the fairy tale stand. Oh, the yes, one with the yes. plane. Yes, we barely saw any of him. He was weird, and then he just brain dead. His brain turned to mush. And right. Then the other right. one was like, he was like, um, disabled his entire life, and he had like these weird rods that he could control, and they were it, weird, 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 weird. Yeah. It was just. You know things so that oh yeah like like, a... like these invisible flying fish things yes. yeah okay that okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that was the so second I, guy i think yeah so th those were just weird i feel like when the third guy gets it and we just see this hole underground with the airplane i was like right. oh, this is what, what is going on yeah um, <laughs> um and i remember getting that i, I forgot a, a little bit of uh, what happened in the manga it's the same thing 
and I just right. forgot. But when I was watching it, I was like, oh, dear God. How are they going to get out of this? Yes. <laughs> um, and then, you know, there were just so many things happening at the same time. Like, you had Weather Report and um, Anastasia trying to hone in on yeah. their... Um, their location you had them trying to get out of the aircraft you had like the cops coming you had Pucci literally right. berating this man for no reason <laughs> and he was like i'm gonna be the deal son i deserve it and it was just, i deserve heaven <laughs> it was it was just so you know wacky in the best way possible right uh, right right and then you know we finally get once once that resolves and he steals the weather reports memories things really start taking off i think that's where i got invested like i i started watching the episodes like back to back the 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 previous ones i was kind of like all right let me watch two and then i'll watch the other two later or uh, you know the next day but once once the weather report starts starts uh kicking in that's where i'm like oh okay what is going on here what's the deal with weather report so uh, so so who is Weather Report, right? He's apparently uh, Pucci's fraternal twin. Is that? Yes, he's okay. his fraternal twin. And he had a really interesting backstory. It was very um, <laughs> interesting. And I, this is this is where I think Araki knows how to use his environment and setting to his advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, because even though Florida is kind of its own pocket universe within America, it's still in the south and pucci is from regardless of the name and right. pucci is a, a black man that that he that yeah. is very important right um and to just show that there was so much like they grew up in the south and that this this entire thing was revolving with them then they got right. involved um they got involved with the kkk at some point crazy they, they basically lynched well they did lynch like um weather report yeah they did and because they then, found out he was the half brother or or the full yes. brother was he yes. was he half brother or full brother no he was the full brother full but, brother okay yeah okay. but what do you call it poochie came out like you know sometimes uh what what's it called uh what's it the the punnett squares sometimes sometimes one baby comes out you know black and the other one comes out oh. very light-skinned yeah 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 so it's you know it's it's plausible, but they thought the other baby died. So, um, right. It's just it's just so cra- it's so crazy that he intertwined real history or like real history inspired, yeah, um, into the story here. I think he did it very well. Like yeah, that, that kind of hit a little home <laughs> on on the head with something that big. I was like, oh wow, they're going JoJo's going this way. Okay. Mm-hmm. That really sucks for Weather Report. Um, And and it feels like... I just don't like how many red herrings they gave because... But then again, uh, the the person who said it, um, there was the the son of Dio was like, when he gets his memories back, he's not going to be your ally. And he kept emphasizing that. Yeah, so like I, I... I took um, Weather Report's like past and upbringing and and, want, and him wanting to take revenge on Pucci as like, oh yeah, you know, Pucci in Weather Report's eyes, he screwed his life over completely. He's the good guy in a way. He wants revenge. But there's that red herring that you're mentioning where like as soon as Weather Report gets his memories back, 
he grabs that random nurse and just like i think he kills him and yeah. with his stand and i'm like oh my god oh is is he friend or ally to jolene what's gonna happen here and then literally in the next episode you learn oh wait he's he's on our side he just he he really hates poochie why but why did he kill the nurse <laughs> did he just do that because he felt I like mean, it <laughs> he's being a silly goose he's like oh turn to snail a silly die. banana <laughs> yeah i just i i think i think it was to, to draw like oh you know like what's gonna again when you're reading chapter by chapter and right. i guess we know we know this as well from one piece a lot of red herrings in wano and then we're oh. like ah, just kidding it's over you know i think it's Jokes the same on you. thing here it's the right. same thing here you know but i think once he gets his memories back and wait i actually have to pause here mm -hmm. because i need to mention something of another son of dio the son. one with the 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 flying fish araki yeah. stole he stole the backstory from that that one with the flying fish yeah. from holes holds oh think about it he was walking down the street and then shoes fall from the sky oh and, yeah and then he got locked up and he stole That's it from holes. holes that is straight up holes yeah it was shoes it was shoes when, when was uh stone ocean written it was like um oh oh nine oh eight I think it maybe was started in 05 let me see and then um, i think it carried into 2011 yeah yeah but that was way that was way after holes yeah time. yeah yeah it would have yeah. been after um holes was already a thing yeah i can i can buy that i can buy that no it was very yeah it was 2000 to 2003 that was the original run stone ocean um, yeah stone ocean in the manga oh okay okay wow yeah. man and um let's see holes what do you call it came out in oh no that's the movie came out in 2003 but oh, what about the, the book, book? Mm. we're we're about we're, we're uh we gotta confirm this because that would be interesting did, did holes steal it <laughs> did holes steal it from jojo uh that's... or i guess maybe because it was like towards the end maybe um maybe yeah but like I, again i Let's see. No, came out in 1998. 1998. Okay. The book. Yeah, so, holes. Yeah, the book. Okay. So, okay. definitely stole from... Definitely stole <laughs> that wasn't an original take. Araki got it from somewhere. That's but yeah, funny. when I saw that, I started laughing my ass off because I'm like, this is this is literally holes. This is Your literally Stanley Yelnets. You're Stanley Yelnets um, in, the, <laughs> in the worst way possible. <laughs> oh my God. At least he was one and done. He was like, all right, this guy get, gets an episode or two. All right, on to the next one. Um, real quick, why did Weather Report have a JoJo birthmark? On his shoulder. Okay, so let me let me. This is this is why I was like, wait, these are like actual sons of Dio. So so why why does he have a, a Joe Star birthmark? So Dio, I have to take it back to explain this well. Okay. When Dio ahead. took Joe the original JoJo's body. Yeah. Um, he mixed his blood with JoJo's blood, so then yeah. all his children end up with um, birthmarks. So they're not only sons of Dio, but they're also sons of Joseph, yeah. jo uh, Joseph, the Jonathan, Joseph. Jonathan, Jonathan. Yeah. Yeah. So 
it, that, that's that's where it becomes you know a little iffy but because okay. the baby was like a reincarnation of dio it was a creation of dio um but it wasn't dio it was searching to be something new okay so that's why he had the the birthmark because it had the bone of dio the bone of dio which was really the bone of jonathan joestar as well but but why did weather report have the birthmark so when the baby fuses with Poochie, okay. then whoever's related to Poochie will get the birthmark. Okay. Okay. So it's possible that the sons of Dio before didn't have the birthmark? And it no. took... No. Hmm. No. It, so okay. just like... Because remember, all the sons of Dio kind oh, of were always right. afflicted. Right. With okay. But they just I couldn't it control it until Poochie came in and, you know... Okay, so yeah. so exclusively with Weather Report, the reason why he has it is because when he fused with the baby, uh, Poochie and the baby, um, that awakened, I guess, that birthmark in um, yeah, the blood in, in Weather exactly. Report. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Okay, so that's the so that, so whoever has it is either Poochie Weather Report people that are related to Dio or okay. uh, Joe Star. Okay, that squares it away because I I'm telling you that. Because I think that was the first person that we saw with the Joestar birthmark that wasn't, you know, a Joestar person. So I was like, oh, wait, what's going on here? And then you get introduced to the Sons of Dio. And I'm like, oh, so these cannot be literal Sons of Dio. They got to be like something convoluted that they all got birthmarks for some reason. I think it was really a red herring because then you think, okay, when you when you're when you're going through it the first time, you're like, oh, is Weather Report a Son of Dio? Is he a Giorno that got like yeah up yeah that's what I was thinking of. okay yeah. God Iraqi and these <laughs> damn red herrings Jesus Christ it re it really was just to like you know to to throw you off um, right 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 but it had an explanation in the end but okay. yeah the baby was I'm satisfied yeah uh, the baby was kind of like this being that was supposed to basically become or have godlike powers which yeah. we see at the end. Yeah. Um, and that's why it needed to be fused with Dio um, and someone loyal to him. Convoluted mess, but it ultimately makes sense. I, I buy it. I buy it. Because um, I feel like once once you wrap up the weather report arc, now it's like it, it's all exclusive. Like, let, let's finish this fight with Poochie. But I mean, I, I don't know how Iraqi does this. He makes me feel for like every death in JoJo. I, he, he's done it. Six parts straight. Uh, the first, what was it? The first, no, the second batch of episodes. Um, FF is F the one that dies. Fighters, yeah. Yep. Uh, she dies. Uh, that was really sad. And then uh, Weather Report dies. And people Weather were. Report had Poochie on his neck. Ready to... Literally, Poochie was begging, saying, oh, like, like Poochie, like, that was it. He had no out in that one and i remember just losing my mind saying oh my god jolene if you hadn't run over him with your car that would have been it weather report would have gotten his revenge justice everything and here's but here's and this is what i'm saying here but we're going to talk about it at the end this has the most clear definition of fate um that mm. defines the entire series right um so it needs so I, we need to talk about what yes. how the role that fate plays in um in the series because this is the the big conclusion 
this makes every single part up till now make even more sense than it already did okay that that that, that that's the time theme but yeah something happens whether and weather report dies but he doesn't die without um taking his stand out or having his stand in his hand right right because i think he gives it to jolene right and then we don't know what happens with it after that we know someone has it but we don't know who or when they're going to use it or anything yeah um okay okay yeah i mean oh man that 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 kind of took me by surprise weather report dying like that as soon as he got his leg blown off i'm like okay this guy's probably dying sometime soon the, the second someone loses a limb and they can't recover it with their stand ability it's probably a red flag they're they're about to die well probably. think about it like this the only other person to lose a limb up to this point in part six was ff oh yeah F well ff could be like regenerate right some of it yeah or, but she yeah. but she lost multiple limbs right so she also right. died she's so. she's part of the list she's on the list um but yeah you know once weather report wraps up then we're full on let's let's chase poochie down to the kennedy space center because hit i guess poochie's goal at this point is i need to survive for like the next like three days until the new moon so that the new moon can awaken uh my stand so that um white snake can evolve into what will let me obtain heaven and, and, I, and I think the concept of heaven is very interesting and how I guess these characters interpret it because Araki in his art, I mean, he clearly depicts there is a heaven in the Jojo universe, like like an afterlife in a way. Like whenever you see a character die, you see them ascend and you see like the cool art yeah. of like them going to the clouds. I always like that. Those are That's like really cool. Um, but for the characters in, in the universe, there's like um, a more interesting idea of what heaven is or how a character interprets heaven, which, Poochie kind of alludes to throughout, you know, his, his entire evolution of his stand. So, um, they get to the they get to the Kennedy Space Center, and hell starts breaking loose. Right, gravity yeah. turns literally like ninety degrees. Everyone's falling. It really feels like an end of the world a little bit. Yeah, and um, we see the new stand that Poochie has, which is Sea Moon. Sea. And... <laughs> It's, I it's heard so... it. I'm like, all right, Iraqi. I, I, I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. And it's, it's just so. At that point, I was like, oh, this is tough. Like you know. But then, um, we get the, uh, you know, and they're trying to fight it. Hermes gets taken off by the gravity, and right things are just shenanigans are happening. Mm -hmm. And then Emporio gets a. Uh, oh, they're fighting him. They have him on the ropes. But then, Simon punches Jolene. And then you just see Jolene kind of convulse into herself. Oh, yes. Yeah, you see, and like, her heart exit, like, her body or something. Yeah. And then it's just kind of like, damn, I don't know how this is going to... This, this this is going to resolve. I, I didn't either. I mean, uh, I think immediately when you see Jolene falling, that's when you see Emporio get that text message from, from Jotaro. And you're like, oh my god, whoa, Jotaro's coming back <laughs> in. He's coming, he's coming back. Like, that's really it's... cool. But I, I had questions. I was like, how does Jotaro know that Jolene just got punched like that? Uh, when is he gonna get there? Why is he texting uh Emporio? So many questions. And I I was really gripped to figure out like how these characters were gonna exit this. How are they gonna survive something like this? Because 
Seamoon, Seamoon kept getting stronger. <laughs> like, it, it, it doesn't end there. It doesn't end there. And, and I like how uh, resilient Poochie is because, I mean, the man is innovative. I'll give him that. Like, because I'm wondering this entire time, they have this man cornered at the Space Center. He still needs like two or three days or something like that. He still has time until the until the new moon comes out. So in my head, I'm wondering, is he going to like escape or like yeah, what? Yeah, I was, I was like, they're there. Um, and it's, it's, he still has like, yeah, it's, it's daytime. The, the moon's not anywhere, but right. then Jotaro comes on the scene and we see Jolene come back with a Morbius strip in place of yes, her chest. That was cool. I like that. And that, that was, that was really genius work because it's, it's using the elements of a stand to their best you know yes possible version right and then you have Hermes come back in with the with the harpoon Hermes, yes yes and you uh, we gotta we gotta we really gotta give it up to to speedwagon without him the speedwagon is, foundation <laughs> yeah we gotta we gotta give it up to because he is the real he is what elon musk thinks he is speedwagon, <laughs> speedwagon. speedwagon is not only not only is he the best waifu but his legacy is always there to bail everyone out. It is consistently. like every time I hear the Speedwagon Foundation is like coming in, I I feel safe for the characters. Like I feel like, oh, okay, they're getting back up. They're gonna be okay. Um, and what do you know? They they come in. They bring Jotaro. They bring Hermes. All the the entire squad is there. And and I like when they do this, right? Like when they start playing old themes. From the previous parts, I heard yeah, that. Jotaro's theme from part yes. three. Oh my like, god! He comes in, and starts punching the crap out of Poochie. I, I I was here for, it. and I'm like, oh my god, this guy has lost. Like, all of them are there. You got like six stand users that are busted in their own right. You can't win this. What are you gonna do? You got a Nazi. You got Empori. Well, Emporio doesn't really do too much, but uh, you, you got everyone else. The most else important there. character. The most. Important he is important. He is important. I, I think. I think we knew we were in trouble when Jotaro used the world, and then you just see Pucci's eye shift, oh and we're my like, "God, this is the same thing that Jotaro did to Dio." Yes, immediately. That was the first thing that came to mind i'm like oh my god that's because even jotaro was saying it he was like who else could do that before uh or or even when they did like the knife dances um he was like wait only one person did that before i kept thinking dio was gonna like teleport behind jotaro with a kunai knife and say so long kid <laughs> I, I i kind of wanted it to happen to a certain degree i was waiting for it i was waiting for it I, I, and you know, when I was first going through this, I, I, I'm glad Dio didn't show up. Yeah. Because this yeah. is, this is kind of, this is more about legacy. Yes. Than it is about, than it is about, um, like the characters of, of like part three, right. um, and really part one. This is about like a legacy, like a, t like th this is ties into the, to the main thesis of JoJo, like mm. the main theme, which is fate. And Dio, even after death, is trying to escape his fate. Um, but then <laughs> Pucci gets in the right position in Cape Canaveral. And he oh. starts glowing 
And he's like, you were my allies all along. And then things start going crazy. <laughs> it, like, it, I also, uh, I will, we'll get there, but there's a small part that I had to, you know, laugh at. But uh -huh. things start going crazy. Like, the world is changing. The world is speeding up. And so it, slow, it slowly happens. They're like, we were over there at some point. Why did this fall on your head so quickly, even though right. it was only like a foot off the ground? Mm -hmm. And things things are just like not making sense. There's like a displacement. Right. Things just start speeding up, speeding up. By the time that they know that things are speeding up, then you go to a manga, a mangaka trying to like draw his art. Oh, uh, and, Rohan. <laughs> yeah. And then that like, was who funny. can keep up with who can keep up with uh, the the growing demands? Rohan. He's deadlines. <laughs> and I was just and that was so funny because. Um, I think that was like a plug for the Rohan series. Oh, like, easily. Oh, that that yeah, had to go have watch, been. Go watch Rohan, you know. I need go to watch, watch this Rohan. Other thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then things just start speeding up, going crazy. And it's, I don't even know how, like, I know it's a, a, a time acceleration. Um, yeah. Which is like the simplest way to explain it. And we finally, I, I was watching this in dub form, uh, so that Ooh. i could you know try because i was like they're in florida it makes sense that they speak english speak american <laughs> it's true they're in florida it makes sense that they speak it makes english, sense but it makes sense when i got to these when i once i knew we were going to cape canaveral i switched back because okay. i really wanted to hear the japanese voice actor of pucci just deliver class act in oh, voice acting it was 10 out of 10 easily. and i wanted him to hear him go made in heaven oh he said it <laughs> he said it and once i once he said it i was like it's over it's and that over. final battle like you see like the world ending skies going like you just see the sea there yeah there, there's no stuff the world is basically over as we know it like right and they're still trying to fight and they're they're doing great like if if Jotaro was willing to let Jolene die, they would have they would have had Pucci. He probably yeah, and I imagine you know killing Pucci would have stopped the stand ability of speeding up time, uh, like really quickly. I mean, it really felt like a cataclysmic cataclysmic event because it wasn't like a stand with like a range, like like when when Pucci had Sea Moon. When gravity started being flipped, it still made sense in that it was only up to a certain range because all stands and it started have with a range. Pucci. It started with Pucci. It started with Pucci. Yeah. So if Pucci went to like Atlanta, Georgia, did the same thing, it would only be in Atlanta, Georgia. But with this, once he gets um, made in heaven, once that happens, it's a global event. Everything in the world starts speeding up. Now it's like, oh my God, this. They need to stop this guy. Like, he is literally going to destroy... I don't know what he's going to do. He has this God complex where he's trying to say he's doing what's best for humanity uh, because he wants to obtain heaven for them, but we don't know what his version of heaven looks like. Um, and at the same time, you know, they, they keep alluding to what uh, Jotaro found back in Egypt in part three because Jotaro also knows what Dio's uh, vision of heaven is would be like like what he saw heaven yeah. to be um so yeah like this entire fight uh 
they're just fighting off you know this powerful stand and poochie's a god at this point you have like three four stand users they can't do anything against him nope. with, and he takes them out with ease one by one i ease. think and and you know we gotta give it up for anasi because he was like I love Jolene. I'll do anything to save her. Yo, that's <laughs> simp energy. I like it. I like it. And he and they were just it's it's interesting. I I I think one of the only notes that I have is that Hermes was underutilized in the final fight. Um Okay, yeah. She I mean, they did that thing where um where like they were kind of like riding the bullets from Emporio when they would fire yeah. them. And I think Hermes wasn't Hermes sticker the one that was guiding them away from Poochie yeah. but, but outside of that yeah like she did she couldn't really do anything um yeah. in this fight and I think that's it was just it, it was just a, a slaughter honestly until yeah. uh, like everybody gets and I think that's one of the what I, I remember when I was reading the manga the first time I was so mad when Jotaro like bit the dust like, oh yeah know. like I I honest for me I didn't even think that they died right like i was like no they they always come out of this like something's I've gonna happen Jotaro, i've seen Jotaro stop his own heart and <laughs> exactly then restart it oh my god that's right he would stop his heart for like like uh 30 seconds or something like i've seen all these characters go through like you know trial after trial i'm like okay they 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 could not have died something's gonna happen Zawardo is going to be like a new upgraded ability. It's going to reverse time backwards or something. Something's going to happen. But no, everyone one by one is dying. And I like once I saw that 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 slit on Jotaro and you see the eye like split apart. I'm like, wait, uh, what stand ability is, is, is going to stop that? <laughs> nope, it's over. It's over. He's dead. Anasi's dead. Uh, Hermes is dead. Hermes is dead. All you have is really Jolene and, and Emporio. And, and then Emporio. you find out, and Jolene's still lying there because she got stabbed. You find out that Poochie killed Emporio's mom. Yeah. Do you think that was just random? Like, oh, by the no. way, I killed your mom too. Like, <laughs> it, it just felt random. like, did he need that? Did, did Emporio need that for like, oh, damn this guy? It just it just tied everything together because I think it showed that Pucci was was he couldn't be saved. You know what I mean? Like okay. this was somebody that they had to be. This is somebody that has had such a perversion of morals that uh, yeah, he just justice. needs to go down. Yeah, he needs to go down. And okay, Emporio is just like ah, he's shooting him. Yeah, and he's like time to die. And what do you call it jolene manages to go wrap around a dolphin that was passing by right and run with them mm. and it, it was a smart way to evade um made in heaven it was it right. was a smart way because he's, he's like sure you can accelerate time but you're still gonna need a swim you know right you know we're not we're not doing anything actively they're the ones that are doing it exactly so it's it put it put people in a position using the environment. I like that. And then Jolene gives the goodbye, and I really did feel oh, like God. it really did feel like, you know, it felt like um, in part three when Joseph died and was saying goodbye to Jotaro. That's what part it felt three? like. Part three. 
Yeah. Oh, oh, when when we thought Joseph was going to die from Dio and he was going to reveal the the ability. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it just it just like the music was picking up and I was like <laughs> Oh, and, I was kind of losing it a little bit. And then we get hit with like the biggest Uno reverse card. We and suddenly we're back in the prison. What? Oh my god. I, I mean because I mean you slowly cuz you know Jolene stays behind to face off Poochie. I thought there was going to be like a trump card that she had. No, dead. No. Dead. And I'm like, no, <laughs> like this can't, something has got to give. And then you slowly start to see like uh, the world is just like, the speed is getting like faster, accelerating. Everything's yeah. crumbling. People's dentures are falling out of their mouths. Um, and then eventually it gets to a point where you see the universe just unravel yeah. unravel and i'm like i'm watching and i'm like did poochie like reset everything like what what did this guy do and then you end up like you said back in the green dolphin prison that's the second to last episode and i'm wondering what just happened i don't understand yeah. <laughs> i don't understand and then we as it keeps going we see that we're in the beginning we're in the beginning what happened at the beginning that set everything off in the room with Jotaro and Jolene? Right. We 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 should probably call these uh, uh, Joturo, Joturo, and uh, Joline. Joline. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just it. Pucci Pucci has this final face off with Emporio. Emporio of all people. Right. The, the least expect. I mean, I did not expect this at all. Like, at yeah. all. And he's finally revealing everything. Like, he's like, I refuse to, you know, to take this into the next life. He says that once I reset everything, um, souls can't. Once you die in the other world, you're not going to come back in this world. Right. Um, and right. that's a really interesting thing. Like, whoever, whoever was alive during the time he sped up time traveled right. with him to this new universe um but they he wanted to see heaven and he stopped it so he could stop emporio so that he wouldn't mess up the plan and the whole plan is that everyone will be able to know where they're going everyone will be able to know when they die how they die what happens to them and just mm -hmm. be able to accept it rather than having to you know having to live life without knowing right the the fear of the unknown yeah okay and that's that's what heaven looks like to him um and we can get once we wrap up like with the main events we can mm -hmm. get into what that means for everything right but then emporio stands off against him and they find he's trying to get him into the room because emporio is trying to break the the cycle yeah yeah and when emporio gets him in there he said uno reverse card <laughs> weather weather report. <laughs> and that was just a great final battle because that's the only stand that poochie was visibly afraid of yes he's i mean it was it was the stand that almost killed him a couple episodes earlier yep and almost killed him at the beginning um, in the flashback this, oh yeah this is the yeah. This is the stand that killed that almost killed him many times. 
And if it wasn't for mm -hmm. something interfering, he would not have he would not have moved forward. Right. So, right. It's just when he's there, Emporial is just like telling him off. He's like, "Oxygen, oxygen's actually bad for you." Yep. <laughs> and Emporial's bleeding from his eyes, and I thought like, Emporial was gonna die too. Emporial is willing to risk it all just to stop this man. And Pucci's like crying. He's like begging, "Please, please." I loved it. Oh my god! There. I'll give my life. Just let that me. Was just let me do so... this. That was so satisfying. I'm, I'm glad he had him cornered like a rat. And after everything he did, it just, it was just like, nope, you're, you're going in the ground. Shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> and finally, Pucci is defeated and everything gets reset. And we get to see this new universe with Irene and ah. um, Hermes and Anasi all meeting up with Emporio, but they don't recognize who he is. They don't know right. each other, except the Nasi and Irene. They're like, maybe we'll get married. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? <laughs> and they're still in Florida, so obviously this is just only slightly better than the the, the other universe. Right, but just a little. <laughs> they're all alive, but and you can still see Irene is... Irene is Jolene in this universe. Right. She right. has the, the, the birthmark. Mm -hmm. But now we come to the point where what does all that mean? There... Do you have an idea, Dr. Jason, what it all means? What? What does what does the ending mean? Yeah. Um, what, what, is, what, is, what do you think? I, I'm curious oh to know boy. what you think. Um, I, I'll be honest. I... <laughs> initial reaction watching it i i didn't know what to even feel uh i was kind of like i don't know if i hate this but i'm not like praising it right now so that's why i was kind of like in the middle and i i think it took me kind of like sitting down really watching it i i think i watched it a second time to like really get like well okay okay what was a rocky like really trying to do with this um I mean, for me, it just feels like the whole point of like not being constrained with like fate, not being locked into like this set path, like things will always happen because maybe part of life is just not knowing when, you know, like what life will bring you in the future. And I think, you know, with how melancholy it ended at the end, I'm like, oh, wow, we don't know anything about what these characters are going to experience. We don't know what even Jotaro looks like. In this universe we don't even know what his name is he it, it could be uh joe caro or something um but i think that's the kind of the point in a way i i think i've grown to like it a little bit more than how i was initially when i first watched it uh because i was teetering back and forth i was like damn Araki really killed jolene <laughs> like he killed jolene he, he killed, killed everybody he everybody. killed everybody like these i mean i get it irene is still jolene in a sense but it's not the jolene that i grew to love throughout the entirety of stone ocean uh same with Hermes. same with you know all these other characters that did not survive this jotaro did not experience the same things that our jotaro experienced and all of that just got erased and just reset in this new universe um I, I don't know. I even talking about it now, maybe I'm a little indifferent to it still. Like, like, what do you, what do you think? Help me out here. I have, a, I have a, I, I've been 
you know, it, it, it kind of shocked me the first time when I read it. And I think it, now that I've had more time to think about it, more time to see what the fandom thinks and to see what other people think about it as well. And like their own interpretations of it. Yeah. Um, first, we need like a really good explanation. Um, I think in this new universe, what Pucci doesn't necessarily exist or he is foiled very early on. Um, mm. I think he doesn't exist in this universe. Because okay. when he gets, he was the catalyst of everything happening in part six. And right. even before part six, when, because as you remember, Jotaro was going around the world and not being at home with his daughter. Um, yeah. Looking for right. these stand users and looking for the remnants of Dio. Right. Um, right. And that caused a lot of friction between her and her father causing her to act out, get involved with gangsters, you know, steal cars, break the law. Mm -hmm. So in this universe that Pucci, I'm, I'm saying that Pucci doesn't exist or maybe yeah. he was the twin or maybe he was the baby that died instead of that other ladies. Maybe oh, something of that yeah. happened. Yeah. In the end, I don't think Pucci exists in this, in this universe because he's, he's not affecting the plot. Yeah. And, then we get into like and it is about like going into the future not knowing your fate and it, this is where it becomes a little difficult because deal's whole point was that remember he grew up from a poor family mm -hmm. um a family who tried to rob somebody else and then extort them for money right and that's, you know um and he hated that he hated that his lot in life was always to be seen as a poor man's son right but was that always the case no because the joe stars happily accepted him they loved him at a certain point mm -hmm. um even though he you know he killed the dog but right um right so he was always trying to fight fate he was trying to fight death death is a natural thing he became a vampire he became something un <laughs> that's inhuman. right he did he gained the power that is unnatural he literally could stop time and exist in a in a place where time doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. And then he tries to create a point where everyone understands their fate and just accepts it because he he's I think he views that once you know that life is what do you call it? Once you know that where you're going to end up, you can just accept it. And then he was going to rule over that as like a god. Or whatever right. human being, you know, human hybrid thing that yeah, yeah. Pucci was at the end. Because Pucci was willing to die, but his effect on the world would have just made him a god. He right, would've... right. It would have yeah. been a world that he created. Yeah. So that's where I think it was trying to go. And then there's a lot of allusions to the Jesus um, Christ mythos. Um, there... I no spoilers for part seven, but Jesus Christ mythos is very heavy in part seven. So Jesus Christ is, is canon to the JoJo universe. Yes. <laughs> oh my yes, god! Indeed. Jesus had a stand. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. <laughs> so, um, it looking knowing where the future goes in the new universe of JoJo, and looking back on this finale of this universe, 
you could definitely see that Dio was trying to become the new Jesus. He because the three sons of Dio, the three wise men that come yeah. and give oh gifts. Oh my God! Yeah, the baby that was born. Wow. From, you know, from you know the sacrifice of many. And yeah. if, you, if if anyone remembers the Bible, Jesus was born, and then all the babies were killed um, because they were trying to not let that happen. Right. Right. Um, so. There's a lot of different ideas, you know, permeating, but I think the most prevalent one is even though that Irene still has the tattoo or not the the birthmark, she's not Jojo. Every part has Jojo. You know, Giorno Giovanna was Jojo. Right. Um, and part Oh four, wow, her um, name. Josuke. That's right. Oh. Yes. So this so I and that never quit now. Okay, I like that. I like so that. So now that so I heard someone explain this or I read someone explain this mm. and I like this idea so I'm I'm running with it. That's that's to me what happened. Yeah. That that the Joe Star family is there to prevent like evil in the world. They're they're like the protectors of this idea of fate. Um and they combat the natural evil in the world. That's why there's six parts of them fighting evil in the world. Mm -hmm. But they need to be a JoJo. The JoJo curse only comes up to me it, when they have to face an evil. That's why Jolene okay. Cujo, JoJo, had to face Poochie in this part. But because Poochie doesn't exist in this part, creates a, a landslide of events She's not Jojo. There's She's no need Jojo. for Jojo anymore. Right. Everyone can be happy. Oh, wow. When you put it like that, I think I can appreciate the the whole concept of like, you know, this is not the same Jolene. It's a Jolene that can actually live a happy life. Um, You know, where, where her dad's actually there. <laughs> um, yeah. And like still all the previous events still happen. You know, you still have your you know, uh, Jotaro versus Dio in Egypt and, you know, Josuke fighting Kira in Morio City. Um, but I think that's, I think I like it a little bit more now if, it, yeah. if, if that's the concept of it. Because, yeah, Pucci's whole thing with Made in Heaven was knowing what your fate was and having some, some level of control and knowing it and kind of just, I guess living your life maybe to the fullest in that regard. Like if you know your life's going to end at this point, might as well live until then. Um, and, and it's actually a little bit more sinister than that because yeah. you can't change. No, right. To him, right. knowing is that knowing that you can't change it and still living anyway, knowing that right. nothing, that you know, everything that's going to happen, um, but you can't change it, which is absolutely terrifying. <laughs> Like, like that's like living in a world where you know everything. It's basically just seeing a simulation of mm -hmm. things that are already mapped out. Right. Um, and that's and and the only one, of course, that would be free from this specific uh, rule would be the Poochie Dio thing. Yes. That Poochie becomes at the end. Right. So, again, it's it's. I think I think for a finale. Um, of not only like this is to me a finale of all six parts that came before it because it, right. it, it was an evolution of all parts that came before it and that's why I like the anime version a little bit better because um, mm -hmm. you see Weather Report getting picked up and then you hear the very reminiscent of guitar strums um, 
and uh, then the the ending is oh oh yes yes yeah and then you see all you see all the the stars and all the backdrops of all yes, the parts of JoJo yes, that came I like that. I like that. I think that was so much more something that they could do in anime that they can't do in the manga. Right. Because it right. kind of gives you a sense of and the journey goes on, but this is over. This part is over. This is over. This is what kind of like what the legacy was building up to in a way. Um because yeah, like it, it was like what you said earlier, Dio in every single part of JoJo had his footprint as to like what was causing the events in that story. Like probably his most removed part was maybe part four, but even with part four, um, the arrow. The arrow, like, he, he... Literally he, the arrow. And the dad that, what do you call it? He turned into a... He turned into like a, a gremlin thing. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, so he had he, there was multiple things, you know. But again, the ideas were just building on each other. Like, right. When you look at part one, it was about vampires. Then part two, it was about what eats vampires. Then part three is like, what if the vampires could evolve in some way? And right. then part four and five were like the evolution of that idea, the evolution of stands. And then mm -hmm. part six, it just comes full circle where they're finally evolved to this basically create an entire new universe. Yeah. This the deal was playing the long game. He really was. He was. Um, no, I and I I also tried thinking of it in a way where like what was Iraqi's position when he was writing this back then? Um, and I started to think, you know, maybe to some degree, he was kind of tired of always trying to find these ways to have like Dio's influence come back into the story. Uh, because without Dio, you don't have a continuation of what's going on in the next part of Jojo. I don't know what happens in parts seven and eight. I don't know if there's a Dio in those versions. I don't know if um if, if there is a Dio if he's involved in both parts in any way but I feel like this was Araki's way of maybe just kind of unshackling himself from this universe and not having to commit like oh god part seven in this universe oh what what am I gonna do now with Dio and be, him being involved in the story in some way yeah. I literally just made an event that destroyed their known universe because of Dio's legacy in Poochie how the hell am I going to top that in a part seven? Um, and yeah, I think that's, and so there's, it's a very minor, very minor spoiler. There mm -hmm. is a deal in part seven. Okay. Um, okay. But no one is as they appear in the first six parts, part seven. Okay. It, from, from that point on, things become very different. They're new. Um, They're new. Like yeah. he's Dio in name. But it's a new character. He's not. Yeah. He's not the. Uh, my favorite version of Dio uh, uh, is Part One Dio. <laughs> um, you thought your first kiss would be with Jonathan, but it was I, Dio. <laughs> uh, okay. 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 Yeah. It's 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 definitely different. Um, but this was definitely the conclusion of, you know, big big time conclusion. And I really have to say that, like I was saying, um, 
the last six episodes, the animation was really well done, especially mm -hmm. in the stance fights. Like there were some moments where like the the fighting was so fluid um, that I was like, wow, this is like movie level quality. Right. Um, and, and then at the end, when you see like the high concept stuff, they, they really did a really well good job of adapting, I think, in the third part and in the first part. Yeah. I think the second part kind of meanders a little bit, but I don't know if that's the anime's fault or if it's mm. the manga that they're adapting it because um, it's like the middle part of yeah like you know the the beginning is your introduction the ending is obviously your ending but it's that middle batch where it's like okay we're kind of just lollygagging through the prison and fighting whatever is the stand user of the week i feel like every jojo part has some level of like that type of storytelling in it it's like all right this guy Whoever they're fighting this week, I know he's gonna play no role whatsoever in 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 the ultimate story. Uh, but you know, right now this person is threatening Jolene and the crew, so they have to take care of him. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I definitely enjoyed this final batch a lot more than the second one. I can say that. Um, but uh, yeah, it's 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 definitely a, a strange feeling to see like the ending not the ending of jojo in its entirety but um a ending of jojo because it's it's the ending of the universe that we know it like for me i i don't read the manga i'm just watching the anime um and to me this is like the ending of the universe that i grew to love um goodness I, 2014 2015 is when like i got into jojo um and and honestly it's it's kind of sad it's kind it's kind of sad to see things like that but you know Araki's really good at what he does and he he's still going with Jojo strong and i hear i hear a lot of people part 9 part 9 part 9 yes i heard about part 9 <laughs> i heard about part 9 too and i i've i've heard you know i never go as far as to spoil myself in terms of like looking up like what happens in other parts but I kind of get a feel for how people feel uh, in general about the different JoJo segments. And I've seen this more than once. I've seen this more than once. But a lot of people praise the the next part, part seven, uh, Steel Ball Run. They say it's like a Rocky's magnum opus it, it, in, it honestly in JoJo. <laughs> really? Really? Yes, you're it's, you're it's, on that train too? Yes. And I'm, I'm worried wow. about if it's going to come to an anime uh, if it stays with netflix i'm very worried oh, because God. of the release right. um steel ball run is really good as a manga so i mm. would recommend just starting from there because there's nothing that there's nothing since you've seen the finale of the first six parts um and you understand the world it was so easy to jump into part seven um wow. because part seven is a while <laughs> so many things happen in part Damn. seven that are just a wild ride but i really and i i really hope that when people look back on stone ocean they the people have said that stone ocean is the worst jojo part yes i i have seen that i have seen people no, say that there is no way that this is the worst jojo part <laughs> what what's I, the worst one in your eyes the worst and i mean to me there's no bad jojo part there's no bad JoJo part. I love all the JoJo parts, but they're favorites over the other ones. And something's got to give at the bottom. Something's got to yeah. be there. Which think, one's at the bottom for you? I think that depending, it depends. Because if you're watching 
Um, I think part one is at the bottom. If you're reading, it's part five, and it's not a competition. Interesting. Um, wow. They're, they're, yeah, it's it, it's hmm. part five is just very hard to understand. Um, you need to have someone explain part five to you, <laughs> and then you have to go read it if you want to go that route. Okay. Um, because there's there's too much. But watching part five is so much better than reading part five. Um, okay. Okay. But. I don't know the first two parts of jojo um even though they they were written back in like the the, the 90s and 80s good god yeah the 80s yeah. easily because part three takes place in like what 88 87 yeah and they were and they were written like in like 93 94 part three so wow um this this series has been going on for a while so it, it's hard because we're so young to understand that what Jojo did for Shonen. Oh, it did um, a lot. Yeah, it yeah, lot. it did a lot. Like a lot of these Shonen anime, even though it's more of a seinen now, um, mm. a lot of these Shonen anime are uh, particularly Shonen action or Shonen battle, uh, battle on, uh, anime. They owe so much to Jojo, so it's very hard to say what what may seem like oh it's old news to us was really news like really brand new yeah stuff back when iraqi was writing it and i think i think i wonder how it feels for iraqi too like he's kind of watching this for the first time in almost 20 years that's crazy yeah, yeah. I wonder if he watches this. I wonder if he like I hope like, he takes does. a look back. Um I know that he is having a lot of fun writing Jojo um lands. That's good. Um, which is That's part good. nine. Um or part nine? Well yeah, part, part nine, nine is coming out nine. soon. So he's taking a lot he's doing a lot of research for that. But Okay. I will say that Stone Ocean probably sits Ooh, so that's a tough one for me. Oh god. I know what's at my top and what's at my bottom. It's it's yeah. the stuff in between where it gets uh, it gets it gets interesting. But I think yeah. I think part I think it's better than part three. Um, okay. Okay. I feel like part three suffers a lot from the Jotaro Kujo um, hacks, the cheat So and and. It was the first one to introduce stands, so the stands are very limited into what very they can basic, do. very and basic. And even though it took us on an adventure, I think the characters were probably the weakest. Actually, I'm going to say something a hot take. Oh god! Part three is probably the worst JoJo part. For oh me. god! Um, even though, even um, no, actually, it's the second one, the second worst one. Part one, I think, is still worse. Um, okay. Just because it's it's just very formulaic, it's a very simple story they were trying to tell. Right. I think right. it's one, three, two. Um. Uh, I think I put part five next, and Damn. then I put part six, and then okay. I put part four. Wow. Um, okay. Okay. I think yeah. I think, and I also think that um. Th- that there was someone on this podcast that 
Kame Chris said, oh, I, I Jolene is just, you know, a crybaby oh. woman. And I'm like, <laughs> that's no, right. no, 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 she, she grew like, yeah, she just got thrown in. Pri I, I remember, I remember the whole yeah. thing about her being thrown in prison, like out of nowhere. Um, no, Jolene, Jolene's growth throughout Stone Ocean is like, like she has become one of my favorite, um, Joe stars in the lineup like for me if i'm ranking the parts for me it's part four uh part four at the top part four mm. as of now you know i haven't i don't know about you know seven or eight but part four is like peak jojo for me like that's just that was a perfect run and it was just fantastic love love the characters love the city love the villain perfect so it goes part four my part two uh my my, my second one is a little bit biased because it has my favorite jojo in general and that's part two i i love joseph i just i i this guy he, is fantastic he carries he carries the entire he carries yeah. it i and and it's the last instant where we see hamon used like in a significant way in the anime at least and i i, I still appreciated that where araki took it as far as he could until he realized okay a lot of these other shonens are like introducing like more um more like visually appealing like uh battles in terms of like things popping out or people blasting things from their hand let me try something new so hamon was the last time we saw that so i like i like part two because of joseph and then from there is where it gets iffy at the bottom is part one for sure mm. um at first before talking about it on the pod i was ranking so it goes part four part uh, part four part two i did have uh part three next and below that i had part six because of that ending I, I was so indifferent to the ending despite me enjoying everything else about stone ocean and then below that was part five and then um part one uh at the bottom but i think i think talking about it now you know really understanding the whole point of what that ending was meant to be especially once it clicked where like her name is irene and not jolene and it shows and so she's not a jojo i think that probably elevated it to above part three for me so like it goes so part four part two stone ocean right there number three i think i think it deserves that spot with the ending and then everything else is the same um yeah. it's it's i, I think I think it does a lot of things well. I think I think they did a successful like anime adaptation for it. I really hope mm. that they other people will because there's a lot. I'm not gonna lie because before JoJo got an anime, a lot of JoJo fans in the West were these massive dude bros that only <laughs> cared chat. about. Yeah, they, they only cared about part three. They only cared about parts one through three. Oh yeah, because yeah. they because that's got that's the one that got the most attention because right. part three had an adaptation before, mm. right? And you know, and it's just like oh, you know, I'm a misogynist. I hate women. <laughs> that's and, right. Um, that's right. There's just just a lot of that, and part six gets a lot of hate because Jolene and um, Hermes and Foo Fighters are the main characters because mm -hmm. women are at the forefront of this part. Right. People hate, people hate <laughs> this part. And I hope that this anime kind of shows people that they don't have to hate it 
Jolene is a very good. She's, I think, the only protagonist in all of JoJo's that goes through an arc. Yeah, she like, I mean, Kame Chris was saying earlier that um, Jolene's is like a crybaby, but it's like I, I I haven't seen her do that once in the second batch or the third batch of episodes. Once like, Blue Fighters dies, her and she gets the memories from her father. She's like, nope, I know it. what I have to do, and she's. I love that. That's an arc. Even, yes, and there's even moments where she falls back, and she's like, "Is is what I'm doing right?" Like when she's like cuddling up to like um, Anasi, An- and yeah. then she throws the ring yep. out of the. Oh, the that was funny. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Anasi's like attempts are hilarious. And it's just, it's just this. I feel like Jolene helps carry this part mm-hmm. because she has a very clear arc, but because she is not the badass that her father is, people look down on her. Um, right right i can i can see that i can see people being sticks in the mud about and and everyone had an arc here because ermis had the the revenge arc and oh yeah the arc where he had to grow up and like realize that well like sometimes you have to sacrifice to do what's best right for everybody right Um, anasi had an arc where he had to like care yeah i mean (laughs) he he did he he had one Yeah, because before he he was just a murderer. He was just a a, you know a criminal in that sense, and he he it goes from oh I'm only gonna protect Jolene because she's the one I care about to let me protect all of Jolene's friends and family because she cares for them and I want her to be happy. Yes, that's growth. I like that. It's it's a lot of growth. Yeah, and I just and then the villain. The villain is probably one. Pucci is a very memorable villain. I would say that I, I still Ooh. put him above. Um, I've never would, ranked the villains before. I never consider that. It's because most of them are either Dio clones or Dio. <laughs> um, I, I think Kira is the number one villain, even though he comes Kira's really very good. late in part My four. one criticism. My one yeah. criticism. He comes and, very, and very I, late. And I get why. It's because it's the, the story is about the town. Yes, establishing um, the city before yeah. introducing the guy that's going to shake up the peacefulness of that town. Yeah. I think I still put him number one because he, there was just something about his writing that Araki did very well and unsettling. Yeah. Um, it was kind of like the worst kind of people can be right in front of you. You have no idea. Right. You know? Right. Um, and then I would put Dio and Pucci on the same level um, just because I feel like everything that Dio, because Dio was very cut and dry character. Yeah. He was very like, straightforward. Like, yeah, yeah. Not too and complicated. I feel, I feel like the idea of Dio is better than Dio and in Jojo. Cause yeah. I feel like Pucci is a lot better of a villain because he has a very interesting backstory. You see his descent into Dio's arms. And right. also we have to shout it out. Pucci is a gay man. He is he does not like women. <laughs> he is gay. He's gay, gay for, for Dio. Dio. Gay, for, gay Dio. for Dio. And Dio welcomed it. Dio welcomed and, it. And it's just, and then the rest of them are kind of like, uh, you know, they're fun to watch because they're better than I think most villains in JoJo, but mm. uh, villains in anime. But I, I feel like Uchi kind of rounds out the top 
um, you know, right under Kira and like right next to Dio, yeah. and everyone else yeah. kind of just falls in. I think I think my ranking for the villains would be pretty much in the same boat too. Um, Kira definitely at the top. Uh, Pucci, you know, close second, close second, and then uh, <laughs> Cars is at the bottom for sure. Uh, I yeah. I I like Cars. I like Cars, but you know, probably. I would say the most generic out of out of all the villains. He's just a Dio clone without being Dio. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, and then Diavolo. Diavolo. Oh my God! Uh, better as he's... a concept, you know, like as a as like a as a force of nature that they needed to stop, yeah. rather than an actual character. Right. Um, right. Yeah. When I have to look and... up his stand ability to get an explanation <laughs> what it does, that that's where your villainy kind of loses me a little bit. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's like basically part six. Um, do you, do you want, I imagine you want them to animate, uh, part seven. I mean, I want them to animate part seven as well. Steel ball run. Um, but I imagine you don't want, you don't want David production or whoever's in charge at, at, for, for these deals for distribution. You don't want them to do it with Netflix again. Don't do it. I, or if they do, Netflix has to change, like at least for anime. Do these weekly. Yes. Do these yes. weekly. I I think okay. I think look, whoever if ne if someone at Netflix is listening to us right now, do the weekly releases on you can you can and maybe save the binge ones for like things that you're not gonna promote so heavily. JoJo should have been a flagship of your of right. your subscription service right um easily just as like in because jojo is such a big name in the anime community that for live action you have stranger things for animation you have jojo that's that's easily. where it needs to be you know needs to be broadcast and do it do the week to week do the week to week it won't hurt i promise it, it won't hurt <laughs> it will make people if you do like 30 episodes like the last couple of seasons have been doing that's 38 weeks of non-stop Netflix subscription services. You got the anime community on a leash. They ain't leaving because they want their and, JoJo fix every week. And it seems like these people had the episodes ready last year. Yeah. And maybe they yeah. only did some touch-ups here and there. But this was definitely, you know, mostly done. You just, just release it week to week. Right. No, no one cares for, you know, releasing it apart now, eight months later or apart later. No, release it week to yes. week. You'll have us, you'll have us invested. Jo Jojo is definitely one of the few animes I would say it, it functions better as a weekly anime. Um, Cause I, part of me wishes that it was weekly because I, I would have been curious to see what people and the community would have thought of these characters by each week. You know, are people's minds being changed about what they thought about part six? What about newbies that are just watching part six for the first time? How do they see it as a weekly compared to people that were reading uh, part six back then? Um, and I guess you get that to a certain degree now that everything's over. Now people are kind of giving their takes on Stone Ocean. But I feel like I feel like an element of Jojo is missing when you don't do it weekly. Um, yeah. It's uh, it, it's unfortunate. So. I mean, I'm hoping they do Steel Ball Run. I, I did read somewhere that um, one of the, I think one of the producers on the show or, or one of the showrunners 
basically said as far back as part one assuming jojo took off like you know the anime they had every intention to carry it at the very least up until part six and back then i didn't know why i'm like what well why part six there's like the eight finale. parts yeah and and now i understand it's like oh wow that's the finale of this universe of jojo that makes total sense that doesn't necessarily mean they won't do a part seven adaptation or part eight but you know to tell a continuous story and then be finished with it now it's like well we told the story that we had intended to tell from part one um if you guys want part seven we could do it but i i hope despite the momentum this show could have had if it if it had been weekly i hope david production still goes forward with making part seven because jojo's still big in the community i I, I was still invested in Stone Ocean. I love Stone Ocean. And I didn't yeah. think I was going to say that because I saw the, how the community thought about part part six, thinking, wow, is that really the worst part? Damn. I, <laughs> no. I, 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 I thought that. I'm like, wow, it must be really bad. That, that's, that's typically the worst part that I see people talk about with Stone Ocean. I, I'm done with Stone Ocean. I completely disagree. <laughs> it is not the worst part in JoJo. By, by far, it's not the worst part. Um, so we'll see on a part seven, uh, any, any final thoughts, Nino on just like part six in general, or like where you want to see them take, uh, part seven in any way, steel ball run. I just wish that I just really wish that people watch part six and, you know, this won't hinder its effect on, or maybe it will, it will just help the general consensus on it. Because unfortunately, it is skewed. It's still skewed because of those dude bros that mm, are still in, yeah, <laughs> are still in the JoJo fandom. But once the anime came out, you know the gays came for JoJo, and they haven't. They, <laughs> they haven't came let in go. swarms. <laughs> Everyone does JoJo poses now. I I do JoJo. I do JoJo poses for unrelated content that we do. That's not about JoJo. Um. <laughs> So I, I I I love the series. I definitely love it. I can't wait for a potential part seven. You know, this is my way of like enjoying JoJo. Ultimately, if they don't do it, I'll, I'll probably just read it. I tried reading JoJo a couple times. Um, I it was just missing that element that the anime gives. Like I love the music. Yeah. I love the voice acting. I like the the different shades the color, of colors. Yes, the color palette yes. switching. Yeah. I love that. I absolutely love that. Um, I know I can read the manga, yeah, and it, it'll be colored as well, um, and they'll switch around with that. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe, maybe in a year. If I don't hear anything in and a year, is, I'll commit. And this is this is um, maybe maybe take this out. But uh, what do you call it? Don't don't read JoJo on Shonen Jump. Don't do it. Don't do no, it. I know it's <laughs> I know it's an official short source. Don't do it. They're not colored pages. Oh, they they're still. Ew. They're they're releasing part six um, week to week right now, and they uh, just got to the part where um, they're still in the prison. In the oh, they they're they're re-releasing the chapters. Yes, like like as a weekly thing. Yes. What? Oh wow. Okay. I guess because to try and get fans still invested into JoJo with the release. I guess. But yeah, they're I've like they're like in that. the prison um way before jolene um i think it, i think it's before jolene is even um 
um, got the disc to the speed the Speedwagon Foundation. Oh wow, they're early. They're That's... they're still early. Yeah, very early. Okay. So don't oh, do geez. it. Don't, don't find I, another not, way. I won't do it. I won't do it. I I will take my uh my copyrighted music for these names for these stand names all day every day. I want Made in Heaven. I don't want Maiden Heaven. <laughs> I don't want that. I don't want that at all. Um, but all right, all right. We'll see. Check out Stone Ocean, folks. I think that's all we have to say on Stone Ocean in its entirety. Um, it's a great JoJo part. I I, I think I think we can all agree on that. Um, Stone Ocean is definitely up there among the best in the JoJo uh, sequences. And I think it's worth your time investing now that all the episodes are out. You don't have to wait for batch one, batch two, batch three. It's all out there, all 38 episodes. Um, and it's among the best. What can I say? And we'll see about Steel Ball Run. Hopefully we get an announcement or something in the near future. Uh, but if this is the last adaptation for JoJo that we get, I think I'll be okay. I'll be okay with this. They finally concluded everything. But let us know what you all think, everyone, about JoJo Stone Ocean. Is this your favorite JoJo? Is Jolene your favorite JoJo? What did you think about the ending? Was it just not your cup of tea, even though, you know, it, it, it kind of goes back into the whole point of fate and legacy? Um, or did you like it? And if you're a manga reader... Uh, what did you like carrying over into part seven and eight? Do you think Araki should have stuck with this universe or are you glad, you know, the direction that he took the series from here? Let us know what you think down in the comments below, wherever you're listening to us on. We're all, we're on all, uh, social media podcast listening stations, such as Apple podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at the Yonko table. All links in the description box down below. Check that out if you want to give us a listen for our take on JoJo. Oh, man. But with that, everyone, I'm your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney, fellow supernova Nino Desplazado, signing off with our, our, our kinic JoJo poses. Uh, Nino, do you got a JoJo pose you want to share? Come on. I know you got one. Come on. Anyone, I'm anyone, Polnareff, the one where he's like, I can't, you can't do it, but just imagine that I'm doing Polnareff. I imagine it, I imagine it. It's there. <laughs> Catch you later, folks.